I was starting a baseball team, basketball team, football team, president of the journalism club. And my classmates voted me most likely to succeed. And I heard through the grapevine all the girls thought I was cute. Most of you guys are leaders at your high school and you're all that and a bag of chips at your high school. I crossed the line of confidence and I became arrogant. I made one mistake. I believe in confidence, but arrogance is a dangerous thing. I was all that and a bag of chips at my high school. But I want you to know when you leave high school, it's a big world out here. And when you start going to college campuses, there's other people on that campus that was all that and a bag of chips at their high school. I made a vicious mistake and I became arrogant. I want you to be confident, but don't you dare cross that line into arrogance. I was all that and a bag of chips at my high school. Some of you girls think you're cute, but there's girls out here cuter. Some of you guys think you're handsome, but there's guys out here better looking than you. Some of you guys are really smart, but there's people out here smarter than you. When I played high school basketball, the gymnasium was jam-packed. And when I walked in the stadium, my classmates would chant my name. Walter, Walter, Walter. Oh, I make myself sick thinking about how arrogant I became. I crossed the line of confidence, and I became arrogant. I got recruited from schools all across the country to play college basketball. They would ring the doorbell. I was sprawling on the couch. Who was it today, Mom? <laughs> Who was it today, Mom? UCLA, Arizona State, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Who is it today, Mom? Who is it today? I ended up going to the University of Minnesota. I got recruited by a guy named Clem Haskins. He walked into my house, three-piece suit, fresh haircut. He looked like success. He looked like money. He looked like success. He looked like money. He walked into my house with confidence. He looked like success. He looked like money. In the business world, remember this. The moment someone sets their eyes on you, they place a value on you. The second time they evaluate you is when you open up your mouth. So if you want to be successful in business, always look like success, always look like money. And if you're not that smart, look good and be quiet. My coach walked into the house, three-piece suit, fresh haircut, looked like success, looked like money, came into my living room, started talking to my mom. He found out my mother is a native of Kentucky. Clem Haskins is a native of Kentucky. He stood in that kitchen and all he talked about was Kentucky. Not even acknowledge my presence. He talked about bluegrass and red dirt, mint juleps in the Kentucky Derby. He found out my mother's best friend in college was his wife's first cousin. Clem Haskins came in and built a relationship with my mom and connected. My daddy was a sharecropper in Tennessee, lived on a farm. He turned to my daddy. He said, Mr. Bond, I don't know about you, but I'm a country boy from down south. He knew my daddy was a country boy from down south. He said, if your son plays for me, Mr. Bond, he must earn his playing time. I don't know about you, Mr. Bond, but I'm a country boy from down south. Here's my philosophy. Wherever I show up, I am the key. Whatever team I belong to is going to win. If I'm in student government, student government's going to win. If I'm on your basketball team, our basketball team's going to win. Why? Because when I show up, we're going to win. And right before he left the house, he said, Walter Bond, all state from Chicago, you are the key to my recruiting class, son. If I get you to my campus, you are the key. At your high school, you are the key. In your family, you are the key. That's the kind of confidence I want you to have. No matter where you go in life, any organization you belong to, make up your mind that wherever I go, we're going to win. Does that make sense?
I got to University of Minnesota. I showed up on campus. I met my first teammate. It went something like this. What's up, dog? My name is Walt Bond, all state from Chicago. In other words, the Messiah has arrived. My teammate stood up and he said this. What's your name again? Walt Bond, all state from Chicago, okay. <laughs> That's not bad, but my name is Willie Burton, all American. Please don't cross that line of confidence into arrogance. All American? Is that like a small town or something? All American. The next day was the first practice. I'm gonna find the toughest guy on the team. I'm gonna dunk the ball in his face and I'll be the star like I was in high school. When I was in high school, I was in and a bag of chips, baby. At my high school, I was the man. So I got in the locker room and I found the toughest guy on the team. His name was Richard Coffey. Richard Coffey used to be in the military. He was a part of the 82nd Airborne. He had been in the military for four years before he even stepped foot on the college campus. Richard Coffey was 6'6", 235 pounds, and I'll be honest with you, the first time I saw his body up close was the first time I questioned God. When you walk on the college campus, I want you to know you are all that in the bag of chips, but there's other people on that conference, on that college campus, that was all that in the bag of chips at their high school too. And for the first time in my life, my confidence began to wane. I got a hold of myself and I said, wait a minute. I'm Walt Bond, all state from Chicago. My coach told me I'm the key to turn this program around. I'm going to take this ball and dunk it in Richard Coffey's face. As soon as practice started, I grabbed the loose ball, went in with everything I had. Bring it on, Richie Coffey. Woo, let's go, baby. Bring it on, Uncle Sam. Let's go. And right before I got to the rim, I saw a UFO. It was flying in the sky, headed straight toward me. And we met in midair. Bam, splat, boom. And down I go. Richard Coffey stood over me and said this, 82nd Airborne, we do it all. First to fight, last to fall. Get up, you little freshman. And before I knew it, my bottom lip started to twitch. Oh no, I'm about to cry. My only goal was to make it back to my dorm room without crying in front of my teammates. I made it back to my dorm room and brought out my boombox. I've been alone with you inside my mind and in my dreams, I kiss your lips a thousand times. But all of a sudden it hit me. My coach recruited me based on my potential and not who I was at the time. See, when you get accepted by your respective college or trade school or wherever you go to the next level, you're going to get an opportunity based on your potential and not who you were at the time. See, colleges look at ACT and GPAs because they want to figure out what kind of potential does this student have. My coach recruited me based on my potential and not who I was at the time. Oh, I threw a good old pity party for three days. In FFA, I came up with a plan. One day I'm gonna play in the NBA. One day I'm gonna play in an NBA arena. One day I'm gonna play in front of real NBA cheerleaders. I love to speak to high school kids because you are loaded with potential. I want you to understand that all the success that you have in high school is awesome. It sets a platform for the next level, but when you get to that next level, baby, when you leave high school, you are starting over. You have to reestablish yourself at that next level. I want you to be confident because you're going to be successful, but you got to understand that when you get to that next level, it's going to be more competitive. Is everybody with me?
And I thank God for Richie Coffey. Him knocking me down like that convinced me that I need to get into the weight room and I need to develop myself. I found out that Richie Coffey can bench press 300 pounds. Richie Coffey can knock me down whenever he felt like it. The next morning I woke up and I went to my coach's office. I said, Coach, where's the weight room? He says, Walter, are you okay, Coach? I'm fine. Where is the weight room? I got in the weight room. The only thing I could lift was the bar. But I made up my mind before I leave the University of Minnesota, I would bench press 300 pounds. And I got in that weight room. Ooh, ooh, clank, clank, clank. And before I left the University of Minnesota, I could bench press 300 pounds.